What's up, everyone? This is the PT Lugs. What's poppin'? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? How's it going? It's good, man. Everything's good. We got Tony in the house. Hey, Tony how's Lee. it going? I thought you guys were going to have an intro song, too. It's going to come, Damn. Brian. That's that wait, 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 process. Hold on a second. What song do you want? That's the question. Oh, give me... Like Pop Smoke or g- something? Yeah, give, uh, give me some no. Drake. Mm, okay, we'll, we'll probably try to I'm edit that in for you. I'm just saying you could oh, do oh. better. <laughs> Tell me how you... Okay. That works, too. It's a different vibe. No, no, keep going. <laughs> I was by you were, he was crying. <laughs> the tears. Yeah, as soon as you said those words, I was like, "Damn, 2011." I went like <laughs> immediately like back to 2011. That's like, best so Drake, man. Like this Drake's good too, but that's the best era for Drake. Oh man, this Drake's falling off, man. Okay, no, no, no that's besides the point. That's a He's different episode, Tony. I guess. Yeah, we gotta get Maddie, we gotta get Maddie yeah. back on that uh, on an episode too and talk about oh, it. Oh yeah, we're gonna reach out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's been good man like what's been new since uh we last talked well man i think the last time we talked or actually um talked to the both of you guys was i think it was at gray method maybe like two three years ago yeah two years ago something like that yeah. yeah something like that yeah 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 and honestly just straight work try to enjoy life as much as i can try to get some of that work-life balance mm. yep. before I started my own clinic, Rehab Collective. Wow. Mm, okay, okay. So wait, wait, wait. Before we even get into all that, why don't you take a moment and just introduce yourself specifically? Like, what's your background? How many years you worked? What is Tony Lee all about? And then we get into this massive change in your life yeah like what's the journey been so far well my name's tony um graduated from western physio mm-hmm. before that i went to mcmaster for a kid mm-hmm. okay. um mississauga born okay sorry oh. mississauga raised not from here mm. but where are you from um, originally? Um, from China, actually. Oh, thank God! I was like, "Wait, why is there so much suspicion as to where he's from?" <laughs> I was about to say, but then I didn't want to get political. Mississauga raised, but not from here. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, but I went to after school. You know, mm-hmm. I worked at Green Method with Prob. Yeah. And later went to SWAT. Yep. Um, enjoyed my time there. But I always knew that I wanted to start my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to sort of bring sort of my own personality to what physio is, which is something that like I've tried to focus on during physio school, doing all my placements and stuff. Is yeah. how do I make this me? Yeah. I honestly wish I could show you guys this place right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're at the place right now. Yeah. Oh, this is why we need video, man. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice. We could have done a little tour. Yeah. Yeah, we're taking you guys to do a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. But 
um, I just wanted to create an environment that's not just so physio focused, meaning gotcha, like, yeah. meaning like, oh, what's the condition? What's what's wrong with this person, and how do we fix that problem? Right. I, I wanted to sort of add another layer onto that where people can see this place as somewhere where they could go to to become like the best version of themselves or like feel the best at this place. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a lot of focus on how to get people to be comfortable and get people to trust you. Right. And that's kind of the space that I wanted to go for and that I wanted to create. Right. So the first question related to what you just said right now is one of the things you said is that you wanted to create a space that speaks your personality specifically, specifically, right? So what point did you realize that you needed to create that space? Was it in school? Was it during your time in McMaster or Western? Or you, did you always know it was destiny? Or was it something that kind of stumbled upon you when you were working in your first few clinics that you worked at? Believe it or not, I this rehab collective name I created one or two years before I went to physio school. Damn. I was at, yeah, I was Long at time fifth, in the making. fifth year or fourth year undergrad. It was summertime. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. with one of my boys at Lifetime. And oh, we you're were, you were at the bougie gym. Yeah, I had to. Five years. Had to yeah, do five it. years. I remember. I remember that membership fee. Don't. <laughs> Big baller. <laughs> Big baller. Big baller. <laughs> you know, funny story about that. I I was working out at the U of T gym at Mississauga. Yep. And one of my boys forgot his pass, so I tried to get him in with mine. And then I went and got a visitor's pass. Yep. And the management booked us. And they kicked me out of the gym. Mm. Yeah. Like forever or like just that one time? Uh, I I think it was for the year. Oh, damn. That's hefty. (laughs) Wait, hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. When when did you, what year did you do this? Because I think I was at school. I was at UFT Mississauga at that time. Oh, I I honestly don't remember. Damn. It was that long ago? (laughs) Yeah. Yo, it was undergrad. Long, five years long time, man. I don't even. I remember what I had for breakfast like two weeks ago. No, I was just saying like, it was, was it like, did you go to UFT Mississauga like around 2016, 2018? <laughs> like that's what I was. I was just saying. Do you, do you remember? This guy's like, no, I don't remember Rough at all. <laughs> sure, 20. I don't know, 2015. Yo, that's when I was at school, man. That was like Something I was in like that, that gym all the time, the rock gym, man. Maybe you saw yeah. him get kicked out. I sort of got yeah, no. Really I, I probably I probably <laughs> might have booked that because I saw a lot of people trying to do that at that gym. Because that yeah. gym is really nice. But the thing is, a lot of people tried to finesse it, but they actually kind of figured out a way to be really strict with it. And whenever they found yeah. someone that was like, um, kind of finessing them a bit, they they were very strict. So I'm not surprised that they kicked you out for a year. Yeah, mm. I, I was with my boy Sony. I don't know if you know him, but um, after that, I literally got in my car, drove straight to Lifetime, and I signed up, and that there was you it. Go. Damn. Yeah, but so it's it was UFT Mississauga's fault that you went to Lifetime Athletics. 
Yo, basically, yeah. UFT Mississauga kicking you out created your own idea for the clinic. So yes. technically, they did you the opportunity to create rehab exactly. collective. You went there, then you went to Lifetime, oh, and then shit. you were just like, "Man, I love the idea of this gym having all these facilities, <laughs> fucking making me feel good instead of just my like, gym would never equipment. kick out people if they try to jump jump in." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sick, so man. I was. I was with my boy and he had like a pretty big following for um, a fitness Instagram account. And I was like, man, how do I get some of that? And he told me to just think about a gym. Uh, I mean, think about a name, put it on Instagram and then just start posting on it. And the name was Rehab Collective. Mm. What was it that Damn. stopped you from starting right away? Like, did you want to wait till you finished all your certifications and get all the physio experience first? Or was there, what was the vision behind that? So at the beginning, it was just um, kind of like a place where I could share like either workouts or uh, physio information. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of died off once I got into physio school because it was so busy. Like you guys know, like the first mm-hmm. year of physio school is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so nothing happened there until COVID hit. And I don't know if you guys seen it uh, during that time, but it was me and Marquise sort of just posting, throwing stuff on there to try to grow the account as a resource account pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the thought about a clinic, I, I, to be honest, I always knew that like your own business is the way to go. And like in my interviews for when I was at Gray Method and later SWAT, like I told them straight up, I'm going to be doing this, going to be opening my own clinic in the future, whether it's with you guys or my own thing, all depends on timing, but turns out to just be. It, it, Rehab Collective was it was time you dropped that mic on him yeah pretty he much like, like, just, let, just letting you know like I'm, like I'm going to the top I'm either bringing you with me or uh, you can stay here <laughs> <laughs> it was like I want to be at I want to be a you I don't want to be working okay you know? sure. yeah so what is it about what is it about the um, owning your own business that stands out the most to you? Is it the, you know, freedom behind the, the messaging? Is it the the scheduling? Is it, you know, being hands on with the experience for the patient? Like, what is it about that that you that you've enjoyed so far? It's having control over everything. Mm-hmm. It's you are the person that has to decide on everything from like the color of the room to what equipment you use to the people that you hire on your team. And I really like that part of it. I like creating something, creating my own environment that I like because yeah. that is, that's the only way for it to be a hundred percent me or a hundred percent being around like the people that I want to be with and the mm-hmm. culture that I want to be in. Because um, for when we interview for jobs, it was always 
how's the clinic culture or how's how's the team or like what do you guys do as a team what is it like working there every day it it's kind of like you trying to be part of something that's already existing and i think that yeah and i think that the only way to create something that is purely like a hundred percent your culture or a hundred percent the things you enjoy you have to have control over it and that's kind of like the the thing that i like so far what's um what's one thing that you've instilled in the business that you will set your business apart from others like what's something i know you talked briefly about you know focusing on the patient comfort and yeah seems like a holistic kind of well-being and comfort rather than just diagnosis and you know you're having this issue we're gonna get rid of that so what does that really like tangibly look like when they let's say a patient walks through the door what does that really look like uh, at your clinic so i want I, I want people to feel like when they walk into the doors through the doors for it to be like a light you get bumped up a couple levels of energy. I don't know if you guys had this experience before. You know when you walk into a lecture in physio school and your energy level just get dropped by like three, four points and you get into like a mood of you don't really want to be here. You don't feel like you're, you feel like you're not in your best mood or you're not in your best mindset mm-hmm. walking into there, that area. Okay. I, I want it to be, I want to create an environment here and it has to do a lot with how the team interacts with each other. Yeah. Of when you walk in and it's like your energy level, if you're down, if you're not as happy because you're in pain, you walk in, you see happy faces, hear good music, see people laughing the team laughing you get raised a couple of points your energy level gets increased just by being in an environment of happiness or being in an environment where other people are at peace or other people are enjoying mm. that's where that mm. comfort level comes in right and to be honest i don't know the proper way of getting this i've only experienced it if by just me you know when you get like a good relationship with one of your clients and it's like almost like your friends and they tell you everything every single thing about them Mm. it's getting people to that point not only with the practitioner or the clinician but with the entire team yeah cool man that's true i like that like it reminds me of uh oh Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no. You go ahead. Okay. It, like the front desk knows everybody who's coming in. I want like me to know my clients, you to know my clients, you to like if you see my clients in in the hallway, talk to them. Everybody yeah. know, sort of knows each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the all the people working here will know all the clients. And all the clients will know everybody that's working here, not just the one, two practitioners that they see. Yeah. So uh, what I was gonna what I was gonna say what, what reminds me of a lot of is I go back to this a lot actually. Um, I um, 
I worked at uh, Starbucks very like briefly in my life, um, and um, what they really tried to instill in me is what made them special, right? So you've been, everyone's been to Starbucks here. They always ask you, "Can I get a name for the cup?" So uh, whenever they ask you that, they say that you should integrate that into your practice every single time you meet your clients that visit Starbucks because it makes them feel special. If they took it as far as if you mess up their order even a little and they say it doesn't taste the same, they said that you will take that drink that you made and you will make it again. They didn't care so much about, well, I mean, their quality is up to the audience. I won't say it's good or bad, um, but it, their quality is standard. Um, but they made sure that they um, maximized the interaction that the barista would have with each person. Um, and that, to me, is like the like separation factor between something like a Timorans, right? Like, and Timorans, like, you just go in there, you're like, I just want this. I want to get the hell out of here as quickly as possible. Starbucks, you're trying to get there, take a cup, maybe sit down, maybe study a little with your friends. It's just like a, it's, it's more of a, vibe no one goes to tim hortons to really study you know like um during the exam time so Mm -hmm. just that's what it reminded me of in terms of your vision for rehab collective like that it the experience for the patient or the client doesn't start with okay so what brings you in today it's more like Mm -hmm. okay like how's it going you know like uh, the the admin team greets you well they ask you for a glass of water or coffee or something like that. Um, if they if they have access to those resources, you don't need it absolutely. But I, I like the idea. I get it. I I see what you're trying to do with it, and it's pretty special. Yeah, and it just makes you want to stay. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like yeah. exactly what you said, you want to stay there for some reason. Yeah, because one don't thing know I why. Noticed, one thing I noticed about not just clinics that that I've been to in the past or ones I'm at right now, like one thing I really always appreciate is friendly front desk staff too. It's not even just, okay, like the physio's good, he's skilled, he's, he's friendly, et cetera. But a lot of patients, when I've gone to physio as a patient before, I do really appreciate having that friendly experience from the get-go. It's not, I'm not just waiting to see the physio as soon as you're in you start to get a vibe about the place based on the way you're you're greeted by the front how they're how they handle you their attitude their vibe you know what i mean so i think that's something that's that's huge right how's that process been for you in terms of you started this clinic you're now probably in the process of or maybe you already have like hiring staff how has that process been and what sort sort of things have you been looking for um, honestly, I've hired a front desk staff who I've known from before. And to tell you the truth, and this is probably good for physios to know, and especially the newer grads too, it is almost impossible for a clinic owner to hire a physio because there's none. Nobody is available. Like, we don't know where the new grads go after they graduate. Everybody just disappears for some reason. Interesting. 
What, yeah. do, you, what do you think but, that is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Expand, expand on that, sir. That's, that's very interesting for people to hear. I, I, I do think it's because uh, new grads like to jump on the first shot that they're offered, hmm. that they don't sort of go out and see their options, which is why hmm. it's important for them to know this fact that no matter where you apply, if you get an interview, you have the job already. Like they oh. want their p- people are so desperate to hire physios right now. Interesting. That is the hardest part. Hire and now if you add on the second layer of hire a physio who's part of the culture that you want to create, or hire a physio whose personality that you like to actually be around. Mm. That makes it even harder. Yeah. Especially in the GTA. I think around me, there's like five other clinics. Damn. Yeah. And are they so all like kind of on stiff. the the same type of vibe as you? Or are they like kind of more older clinics with a little bit of outdated feel? If you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they're a little uh, more outdated, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the word outdated. Yeah. True. Damn. Okay. Yo, so, like, sucks. have you hired physios yet, or? Are you what is your process? Yeah, you're trying yeah. to look for these physios. I'm sure, like, uh, like, uh, like now that they're not kind of falling into your lap, in terms of, in terms of um, getting the the word out that you open this new clinic. Like, what are you trying to do to try to, or are you doing anything to scout out these physios, or are you just like, I'm just gonna wait it out? A lot of it is messaging people. Like somebody's gonna somebody that's gonna know somebody that's looking for a job. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best way for me right now, because I can message somebody that I know, like Marquis, for example. He knows who I am. I know who he is. He knows the type of people that I like, and when people pop up that are looking for a job, then he'll. There's like another person that's inadvertently looking for a hire for me. Mm. Oh, okay. Let's say you, um, so you're saying it's a bit hard to find someone. Let's say you go out there in the market, you find someone who's pretty competent, they're pretty good at their job, but you don't necessarily gel with them as a person. Not even about liking, but maybe you just, it's not who you envision to be part of this, this culture, right? What what would you do? Is that an instant like I'm not hiring them, or is it something that you would you would allow and you would be okay with? Well, it's it sort of comes down to whether it, so if you don't like or if you don't gel well with this person, that's okay. But can you create that environment that we were talking about earlier? That's mm-hmm. the that's the most important thing. Like, you have to be happy to be here. Like, if that person, whatever gives the best opportunity for that person to like coming to work and create that environment that people want to stay at, that's what I'm looking for. Everybody's going to be competent. If they're not, we could train them to be competent. And you guys probably learned this in the past too. Hire anybody. You can always teach. You can always learn. But it's that personality, and I can't not put a word to it, and I can't not really describe it. It's one of those things, whether you got it or you don't, 
can can you create that environment with the people around you? Like a sauce. Yes, secret sauce. Secret sauce. Nobody knows what it is. You got it or you don't. True. Only way to find out is if you talk to them. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Walid, what were you gonna ask? I was gonna ask. Uh, you said competent physio in between your question, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, what is your idea of a competent physio? Can't be on, you can't have any disciplinary things against you. Like I can't Google, uh, I can't search your name on the okay. on the website and okay. find you. Good standing mm-hmm. in with the college type of shit. Yep. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. That's, that's, a good, uh, that's a pretty good flag good to start. check off. Yep. It's yep. a good start, bro. Should be like a red flags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> red flags for hiring new physios. Um, and then competency for me is can you so like if i were to do an interview the way i look at competency is can i talk to you for 30 minutes or like at the end of our conversation do i want to go out and have a beer with you or do i want to go out and have coffee with you Mm -hmm. is that's what i meant when i was saying that right like let's say this person you're interviewing them let's say maybe just based on you know demographics or psychographics or whatever you don't like necessarily like gel with the conversation per se but you know that they would do a good job like they know what they're talking about when you ask them slightly more technical questions like they're on the same sort of wavelength Mm, in terms of patient care like they're they have the right amount of you know exercise back background with hands-on etc so i guess in a way i was talking more about you know that they would give the patient a good experience uh in a in a technical way let's say they're good at that if you can't like if you can't like vibe with them personally would you be okay with that person or is it purely like you know what if you if you suck we're gonna fucking figure it out but you need to be good as like like a, a human like we we need to the patients need to feel that energy and the vibe when they come in yeah yeah, I 100% take the person with the good energy, the good vibes mm. over somebody who's technically sound. Okay. Yeah, 100%, 100 times over. Mm. Yeah, because just like with the space that I'm trying to create, that's one of the key things. Like you, you, all, you can always get better at physio. You mm. just have to learn more. Just have to take take a couple courses, learn from the people around you, gain some experience, and then you're good. It's like when you were, yeah, it's like when you guys were first coming out of school and nobody's like, oh, they're fresh out of school physios, they don't know anything. But then you know the good clinics with good people running them, know that the new people coming out with little experience are actually the best people to have. And what they look for is, do you vibe? Or can you talk to a person? Or do you actually care about a person? Physio stuff that can always be taught. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Do you think a person can, let's say they're good, but... You know, maybe you think that they could they could expand on that energy, right? Do you think that's something people can develop too, or are you not gambling that? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think people can develop that, um, especially with your clients. You, it goes back to the point of 
why I value a lot of putting your own personality into the physio that you're doing. Mm. If you do that, you will attract people who have similar personalities to you or similar values to you. And you'll get that gelling or you, you will get that vibe within that type. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So it's, it, it's all, it all goes back to creating that environment and creating yeah. your own environment to succeed. Yeah. Have, have you guys heard that um, quote on, I think it's on like TikTok or something or sound on TikTok. It was like water at the airport is like $7, but water at, I don't know, Walmart's a dollar bottle. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like your value is determined by the place that you're in or it can be determined by the place that you're in. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to create that place for people to feel extremely valuable. Whether that's on the clinician side, can be done both ways, whether we're creating a place where you could vibe a little bit more or free to get a place to become more technical. Yeah. That support is different for whatever type of person that comes in. But to answer your question from before, if I would take a person that vibes or a person that's technical, I take the person that vibes mm-hmm. all the way. If, if I got two yeah. people to interview and that's the difference between them, I'm taking the person that vibes. Damn, really? So you're saying yeah. you got an FCAM certified, bona fide, <laughs> freaking <laughs> mulligan ass, uh, Physio. M- Mulligan McKenzie. <laughs> Mulligan McKenzie. Doing all the whatever. Acupuncturist. Acupuncturist. All the certification. McMaster Acupuncture certified. McMaster Acupuncture certified. <laughs> Jeez. His last name that you- is McGill McMaster Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> Mulligan. 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 <laughs> that, that's his full name. <laughs> you say, oh you're God. saying you're taking a, like a person that vibes over that Mulligan? Yes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh man. That could... not not the Mulligan. <laughs> oh man, Mulligan's down. Aubrey bad. Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually dying. No, I get it though. I'm just curious. So, as a physio, did you ever have any patients who you like you really did not vibe with? Like their energy sucked the life out of you when they walked into the room, but you yeah. had to get through 60 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes with this person and like what was your thought process behind that? Were you like, you know what? I'm still I'm going to give this person the value or were you kind of like, you know what? I don't really care if this person rebooks. Like what, what was the thought process behind if you got a patient like that while you were still, you know, practicing at these other places? Man, I, I think everybody's had one of those. Yeah. Fair enough. Like time. <laughs> yeah. Time goes too slow. Mm-hmm. But Just looking at the clock like, oh yes, yeah, 15 like, more minutes. So what am I going <laughs> to do with this Mr. 
or Mrs. Let's go. Or... Let's go. Let's go exercise for her. Yeah. Go on the bike yeah. for 15 minutes. Yeah, what's going through your mind man? when that's happening? Like, what are you actively like counting down the clock, or like, like how do you kind of keep your energy grounded and try to still put out that positive vibe when this person is like literally like whack? Um, one of the one of the things that I like to do is just uh, you have to talk. Like, start off with like the general questions, like how's your weekend mm. and you just have to it, uh, and it can take a long time but you have to find the thing have to find the thing that they're passionate about or the thing that they are interested in mm-hmm. and talk about that it yeah. doesn't matter if you yeah. don't know anything about it if you don't know anything about it it's perfect can you tell me something about it mm. and then yep that's their time to shine. Uh, but it's just finding that one thing. And, you know, depending on who this person is, it could take a long time and you just have to tough it out. But when it comes down to it, if you truly care about this person's well-being, that energy will come out. Mm-hmm. The talking part is to sort of build that trust and build that relationship a little bit more and to be honest to get help the time pass a little bit Mm -hmm. but if you truly care about this person and you want them to get better that that energy will come out to them and no no it's it's like when you you've you guys have had this before you've had like you know when like your friends basically they care about you and then you go out and you talk to like person randomly on the street conversations a little a little bit different because you know they don't they don't care what happens to you after that interaction yeah so it's that it's that energy that you have to still give off Mm -hmm. no matter how hard it is it's a good answer man it's true though and like yeah i believe in what you said too like if you if you actually care then you're it's it's going to come out in some way and and talking aside or whatever you can leave that session knowing that you gave everything you had even if let's say the person is like eventually decides to just go to the ws or like the ohip clinic across the street or whatever like whatever happens you gave your best treatment and i think that's a great way to think for sure yeah it's just care about care about your clients care care about the people you interact with that's the number one thing even if you do things wrong if you care you'll fix it mm-hmm. and they they can feel that people can feel that yeah damn that's good man some deep stuff yeah, sure. <laughs> you care things things get better <laughs> I think you just have to care in general about even not even just like specifically the clients but let's say you're in a specific model of care like for you for example like you always knew making or creating your own business is going to be where where you can really put your passion in right i almost feel like you you have to do that for to to reach your highest calling otherwise Mm -hmm. you're you're almost doing the people you're seeing a disservice if you know like deep inside that's not entirely what you want to be doing i think i think you just reach a whole different level of you can just reach a different level of success and and outcomes even 
patient outcomes yeah. your own personal outcomes business like i just think it's really important to be aligned on those things yeah and this goes into like every part of life as well mm-hmm. like caring about like we're talking a lot of focus on our job like caring about physio caring about clients but you could do goes into a lot of things too do you care care about yourself care about people in your family care about taking care of your dog it's all different levels and if you truly do care about something you'll give your best or you'll do your best mm-hmm. for it and yeah. that's the call it the secret sauce to success yeah you guys heard it here secret sauce to here. success secret sauce <laughs> to success damn i feel from Tony do you care Morgan. about the five clinics around you <laughs> i care about the people in the five that clinics, that, the clinics. That, might, that might end up going to <laughs> rehab collective <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh man that's too good tony mulligan <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna, i can't let that go it's too good that reminds me i gotta i gotta order a couple of mulligan belts oh there you go man maybe i should yeah. there you go hey man we shit on mulligan but we always come back to him that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say Honestly, it's crazy yeah mulligan might be a vibe you know he might be a <laughs> yeah what if you met him and he's like the sickest guy and he bumps this... like friggin dance hall or something like yeah he's just <laughs> popping off I'm, I, I'm never gonna search a picture of him or her or uh, or anybody in the valley I'm doing it right now, still. i don't want to no don't send it to me don't put it anywhere don't email, nice email. That's gonna be, bro that's gonna be the 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 title photo for this episode Mulligan. Mulligan vibing to some Drake. <laughs> yeah, whatever you do, just just, just don't so search I don't know. Mulligans. Just don't search that. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Mulligan physiotherapy. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's not listening to Drake, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe some like I don't know, country or something. Anyways, yeah, last question. That was just pretty sick so far, but where do you see yourself five years from now? Uh, with the clinic, apart from the clinic, you as a person, what's what's in the future for you? What's in the cards? Um, Clinic-wise, probably another one. Another one. Damn, yeah. boy, you already think about another one? You, 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 you didn't even find the physio yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> you should find years. a physio first, don't you think? <laughs> it's, it's five years, man. <laughs> Oh, you do a lot in five years. Oh, the question was five years. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I retract my statement then. Five years, man. Two years ago, we weren't even we weren't even physios. <laughs> we were exactly. Is that a random word? That is true. Holy shit! When you put it like exactly. that, that's, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Another job. So this, this stuff could happen in two years. Yeah, five no. years, another one. Yeah, uh, I'd say another one, another and then one. probably for myself, just being able to take more time for myself honestly yeah Is that the, that's the thing that's like your guiding star like that's like like your goal was to basically <clears throat> create hopefully another like a chain of clinics that can allow you to have more time for yourself to make sure you do what you care about um, yeah so something yeah go on 
what we say? So like, yeah, on, on a personal level, I, I like I've heard this many places. It's you put in all this work and for yourself, the thing that you get back is time. Because that's, that's the most valuable thing that's, that you could get for yourself. Like all this money made is to buy time for myself so that I can go do the things that I enjoy doing mm-hmm. and do some of like some of the other projects that I have in mind. What are some of those? Uh, honestly, I, I haven't told many people this, mm-hmm. but Damn, so with face. to help tackle uh, access to healthcare and access to physio, basically, like, and we all know this physio is expensive, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have insurance. Yeah. Um, so one of my ideas to sort of target um, or target the availability of physio is to have like pop-up clinics or um, like centers where people can go to where they could get like assessed, they could have a treatment bed built um on weekends weekdays in neighborhoods where this access is low Mm. um so that you could start helping these people as well because a lot of the times and we know this from school and we probably know this now after working for two years is a lot of people just don't know a lot of people just need like a little bit of education Mm. and they know how to take care of themselves true and it's bringing that access like hands-on like person to person that's awesome to do that and not just like not just posting something online or handing out flyers things like that actually getting there renting a space whatever to have like a clinic set up there where people can come get their information get assessed if they need to be assessed get treated if they need to get treated and basically give those give them access and to do that and to make that available is you need money yeah so this would be more like a non-profit or is just something exactly a little bit less a non-profit yeah like a like um yeah non-profit yeah it's, oh, I, it's cool. for free everybody can come oh that's cool man yeah that's it that's like an idea in my head that i have for for later yeah damn yeah, but like you were saying, you need to set up the infrastructure and the resources for to make that happen. So that takes a little bit of time. Yeah, that's gonna take yeah. Some time probably. Yeah. But it's cool, man. I feel like that's like a higher calling, like something that's gonna fulfill you on a deep level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sick. That's just actually pretty awesome. Yeah. It's if empty. you if you guys want to be a part of it later, come be a part of it. For sure, man. I'll bring my mulligan belts. <laughs> I'm gonna have a mullet. I'm gonna have a mullet. I don't know why I feel like Mulligan would have a mullet, so I'm gonna roll up yeah. in that. That's all. Yeah, he did. He did, and I searched it. <laughs> it's, fun- <laughs> Shit. it's just, yeah. No, but that, yeah, that's a really, truly cool, man. Yeah, and like on top, like you were talking about some personal, like the things you like to do in your your spare time, the things you want to make time for. Like, what are what are some of those things? Do you mean like seeing the world, like traveling, that family. type of stuff? Family, yeah. What, what's what's on your mind for that? Yeah, travel is definitely up there. Yep. 
we kind of got put in an awkward spot with COVID, like the years after school where we're supposed to be traveling, mm-hmm. we couldn't. So that's kind of took a backseat, 100% on my list. Um, and I want just like something simple, like get back into soccer more, mm. spending more time doing that because I miss it, man. With yeah, with the time that you have to put into here, um, more time with family. Um, if I end up having a kid, definitely spending more time with the kid. Damn, shot. Yeah. How's that shot? <laughs> How's that shot? I'm not spending time with my kid right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you will after this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so things like that. Because, like, awesome. I don't picture, like, when I'm working here, like, for the entire day, I don't picture myself, like, just leaving my kid in a corner while I take care of the clinic. Like, I want to yeah, be able to, definitely. like, go to soccer practices or take my kids to games and you know actually have a life in their life mm. yeah yeah it's important and that's where that time comes back that's where like we need to get that time back yeah like it sounds like you're setting these things up now so that eventually you get that time back you get the freedom to support them in, in the right way you know, while you're working on the other projects too yeah. which is which is pretty key that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sick, man. Um, it's dope. Yeah. Best of luck to you with all of those things and uh, with the clinic as well. Is there anything that you, hopefully, do you want to ask the, bill, the billboard question that you always ask? Oh. Uh, it's yeah, it's been a little it's while. It's been a while. We have an billboard question. Yeah, here we yeah go. man. Okay. So, well, yeah. clearly, you're not listening to our freaking episodes. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a little it's awkward it's right so, now. So, so fucking awkward. Where's the mute button? Where's the mute button? So basically, uh, the question that we ask is, if you somehow found the money or the resources to put up a billboard in Toronto downtown, the busiest part of Ontario, maybe? Question mark. Um what would that billboard say? What would you put on that billboard specifically? Ooh. Rehab Collective now open. Whoa. Damn, boy. No, no, no. Um, what would I want on that billboard? Wow. Please lower housing prices. Damn. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. True. I like what it. What else do we need? What else, what else do we need? need? Oh damn! You're going for multiple billboards. Okay, so first we got rehab collective yeah. now open. Reduce physiotherapy got... prices. <laughs> Nonprofit. <Yeah. laughs> Nonprofit on the way. Rihanna, drop your album. Fast. Rihanna, drop your album. Um, what else? <laughs> what y'all think of that halftime show? Where you oh, at, Frank uh, Ocean? Oh. Whoa. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, I was not saying anything that's valuable. (laughs) (laughs) The halftime show? Yeah. Uh, It's all right. It's okay. You know, um, impressive considering that she was 
definitely pregnant. Yeah. Um, and that she still went through it. I heard she was feeling some sickness too during the show, um, but still managed a way to finish it or something. Um, no, major respect. And you respect. can just tell she's got like, man, she's got preg- presence, man. Like, um, mm-hmm. There was that part where she put on like some makeup on her face in between it. Yeah. It was like a subtle flex. I'm like, mm. it was hard. I'm like, okay, we get it. You're a billionaire. Okay, I see you. <laughs> she went hard. Yeah, it was it was good. But like performance wise itself, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the dancers were, were probably better. <laughs> the the dancers were, I don't know about that either. <laughs> uh, they were wild then. They were going crazy. They were like doing like backflips and shit. They were doing yeah. their thing. But yeah. Alright, Emmanuel, that was a that was an awesome episode. It was really nice to like I know we've we've known each other for a while and it's been a while since we've connected, so it was nice to catch up and you know, yeah. see what see what life has been like for you and where your head's at see, these days. Exactly, and it's been amazing and shocking in the most positive way to see what you've been up to in the past two years and you have clearly showed us and hopefully the audience too that you can achieve a lot of things in two years other than just your masters (laughs) thank you guys thank you keep it up bro keep it up keep Keep pushing it good luck can't wait to see where you're gonna be five years from now Damn, it's I gonna be to a lot see further where... than I am, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see where you guys will be, to be honest. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we're appreciate all in it together, it, man. man. It's a, it's a small world, and we gotta we gotta stick together, especially to make the changes that we're trying to make. Like even your, you, it feels like you're on a, like there there's something more for you that you're trying to do and support. You know, people that are less fortunate and not able to access what we're what we're doing so we're all trying to help people in the best way that we can so we got to stick together in that and it's a yeah you know, keep a tight-knit community for sure yeah for sure yeah guys hope care you guys got other. some yeah care about each other for sure hope you guys got some some good value out of that episode i think especially the new grads are, are gonna really like this one yeah uh, we're gonna leave all of tony's and rehab collectives information in the bio you know all the instagram the booking notif- like booking uh, links yeah. and uh, yeah. any other resources that. that he wants all to add that so um yeah you guys uh keep keep looking out we're we're aiming for episodes every few weeks now and but, also um, if you're a new grad yeah you know who to hit up now <laughs> yes please hit me like, up literally. <laughs> like, literally come with the vibes yeah come with the vibes though like we don't care how good you can like manipulate a like t4 damn it like just like pull up and like just like be wavy yes yeah, it was, uh, this has been the PT Lens, guys, with Tony Lee from Rehab Collective. Uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.